What's good, people? We're back with another episode of the Four Quarter Talk podcast. I'm Josh Masoki, joined by always. I'm slipping up. It's clearly been it's clearly been a minute. You know, we had we had an episode that didn't see the light of day, but you know, I had a week where I was a bit ill and stuff. So, and and I went Bournemouth over the weekend, but man, we're back. We're back to form now, just in time to cover the end of the season, the, the finals. It played out. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm a genius or anything, but one of the three of us had the exact perfect pick. And, you know, everything I said that would happen, you know, the the uh, the, the Tatum stinkers, the... You know what it was, though? I said, um, what did I say? I had the video of it as well. I was like, oh, if, if Tatum has a game three where he goes two for 15 or some shit, and then he, like, I think he went, like, uh, in game one, I think he had like almost an identical stat line to that. Yeah, game but, one was like the thing is, we thought, oh, like Jason Houston has one bad game. Yeah, he just had a bad series. Yeah. Uh, he he broke the record and he's over a hundred a hundred turnovers. Now, at the time, I was like, obviously, he's played a lot of games this postseason, so counting stats normally is not fair because it's like in the, in the playoffs. Count like counting stats in the playoffs is probably like for the most. It depends if it's over a career, then it's like I guess you reward a player for playing more playoff games. Obviously, that's great, but like a single a single run is kind of like, you know, they're playing more games. But yeah, but then really when you look at it, like it being a Tatum who's a non-ball like he he is ball handling quite a bit for the team, but he's not a point guard, and like the type of turnovers he's getting as well, like. Yeah, it's it's not. And look, in a, in a couple of days, I'm sure we're gonna get a Shams or Woj report that he's getting surgery for like a torn rotator cuff or some shit like that. Yeah, but something. but I don't know. Like, there's certain things like him attacking the rim that I'm like, yeah, that's definitely affected by that. But some of the turnovers he's getting, I I can't really blame on uh on his shoulder. Like, they're just bad decision making. I I think. And lazy passes. Uh, he had a lot of pressure and like he basically made all the pressure himself. Like he thought like, oh, I need to be better and like I mean he's he's posting text to Kobe, like what what are you doing? Like <laughs> like this is just <laughs> Well this was his, yeah. Well like yeah. Kobe had good bad finals, like everyone like it was his first finals as well, like as a superstar. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. No, so it, right. it makes sense, but like on the other hand, like you should be better at the same time. Yeah. I mean, we we can go into game six in a bit, like just uh specific game. Can we skip game six? No, uh, we, we have to. Just we have to. Skip game six. We have to. But uh just some finals overall takeaways. As you know what, let's let's just rip rip the band-aid off, man. Rip 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 the rip it off. Let's go. Game six right now. Let's talk about game six, man. Let's talk about it. Uh, I'm happy that uh, our previous episode didn't come out. Because I said about Tatum, oh yeah, he's going like for 40 to 40. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. crazy because you have a whole season, well, from as soon as the, from the uh, Celtics turnaround, you had a season in which uh, they never lost back-to-back games and they lose three straight. Three wins. in a row, yeah. And also, in, in honour of, uh, of my genius championship pick, 
Cool. Obviously, I've, the counties were genius. Where like a lot of people picked the. Warriors no, it's not six. just picking the word. I said Warriors and six, but it's not just Warriors and six. If we go back to that finals preview, if you episode, said, if you said uh, every point that Boston, I said, Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets, like uh, sweep, then yeah, like oh, yeah, 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 all of my points, like my actual analysis of like, I mean, we we all said the same thing though. We knew <laughs> the turnovers. We knew the turnovers. You were trying to be optimistic though. I get it, but it, it was the turnovers. It was the specific ways that they lost that I was that that I was talking yeah, about. We beat our but, but look, okay, it's it's a championship pick for me. So I'm I'm gonna take this W and I'm gonna I'm gonna celebrate with, <laughs> with a ring of my own, man. Championship <laughs> ring right here. For the, for the championship pick. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I dropped my... Wait, one second. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. alright, man. Game six. So... It was bad from the start. A 21 to, to, to 0 run that you surrendered. Uh, that's what we talked about going into the series. You just have them spots where you just can't score. And doing that against the Warriors is... And it's been like, yeah, it's not just like in the playoffs. It's been a problem like quite a bit in the season as well. So. Yeah. And it doesn't help that your superstar in Tatum is... He's the one that's most got that tendency to just float around and just not yeah. be involved for several possessions. Uh, really, for me, watching the game, I feel like Robert Williams and Horford were the only bright spots. And that can be said for a lot of the series as well. Uh, shout out to Robert Williams, man. He really gave it his all this whole this whole finals. And through, through the pain as well. Like, you pain. can see, like, visibly, like, he's in pain. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It is, like, yeah, it's mad. Like, because there, there were... um. There was a game, I think it was game five, where he five. wasn't getting any rebounds or anything, but it was like, no, he's busting his ass off. Like, he's, he shouldn't even be on the court. <laughs> he should not even be on the court. He has surgery, like, what, a month and a half ago? No, uh, he had it's surgery. Good. You beat? Uh, no, it was like two months ago. Two months ago. No, because uh, he skipped the next series. And it was out two, three weeks before that. Yeah, but let's just say if this surgery was in October, he would not be back in November. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, great play from him. Uh, Draymond Green, three-pointers. <laughs> That's what I was like. Yep. Hey, it is what it is, man. It's over. <laughs> Draymond, back, Draymond back Green, three-pointers is tough. I like it was funny because um, if you're watching if you're watching live like where, where, you hear three and, you, and like Mike Green was like Draymond's feeling it and then like, they were like after one three <laughs> like Draymond's feeling it and then he hit another and he hit he hit like three jump shots as well because he had like a long two as well at that point yeah it's tough bro it's tough uh and yeah the TD Garden were radio silent man it was tough. It was, not, it was one of them type of games. It was one of them type of games. They had, uh, obviously, they were just giving up offensive rebound after offensive rebound after offensive rebound. Um, and I felt offensive rebound has been the problem majority of the series as well. 
Hmm? But uh, offensive rebounds uh, were the problem for the majority of the series. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, coming into the series, we thought that would be one of their advantages, their size and their athleticism and uh, dominating them on the boards. But that didn't really play out. And then, obviously, turnovers is just like, we're just beating... We're just beating the dead horse, like. I mean, turnovers is just basically Celtics game now. Every, team. but it's it's long been the Warriors game too, but the Warriors are just experienced enough to know like how to adjust and how to limit that. And then also, like this series, the team, the team with the fewer turnovers was six and zero. Like that's just that's just how it played out. That's just how it played out. Uh, but yeah, Pritchard. Uh, Pritchard and White lineups, God have mercy. But nah, Derek White was a double agent, man. This series, bro, like <laughs> he started, he started well, and then just fell off. He gave it, all, he gave it all in that in that in that game one, and then I think I don't know, his 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 kids keeping him up too late or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's I tough. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, probably. And then yeah, I don't know. And then the Warriors just put you out of your misery with that three-point blitz, like... And Curry in the third. Lord have mercy. Yeah, it was a fun game. Yeah, it was a fun game. You have Curry pointing at his ring. <laughs> and then going to sleep as well. Going to sleep in the same game. And then Tatum... <laughs> Tatum held the ball all day the day before just to get... <laughs> what, what did he have, like, six turnovers? <laughs> How many points did he have, like, what, 13 points, something like that? Yeah, it's not a good game. And, look, as we kept saying, just because you're young and you go there doesn't mean you're going back. Like, there's so many teams up and coming, and you, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what injuries are on the way. You never know. So you have to make the opportunity. You have to make the most of the opportunity, and that's probably what's most frustrating for a Celtics fan is that on paper and just as a team, you should have been able to beat them. And you had so many opportunities to do it, but they just decided they wanted to give the ball away. We just wanted to give Steph Curry his final MVP. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it was just, it was so weird. Like, it, it wasn't as bad, but it reminded me of the... Uh, the Timberwolves Grizzly series where like the the Tim like the Timberwolves should have won. Like they were just being really dumb. Yeah. Uh, and it just it just felt like a series that the, the Celtics with more experience would have been able to take care of if they had a point guard that was if they had I think Marcus Smart is fine where he is. I think they just need someone like off the bench that adds something that brings something different that can just yeah, like, agree. organize some players and just find find Tatum in those moments where he's not where he's not taking over or whatever and like slow down the offense and be like, look, listen, like we gotta chill out. Because I think when the when the Celtics it kind of just I think they know in their head that they have a ton of a problem. Obviously everyone knows that. But rather than trying to slow it down, they kind of press even more. They think that they have to like you know, I think Tatum gets in his own head when he starts to get turnovers and he starts to pile up and then he starts forcing stuff and having a defender like Draymond on the other side who can notice that 
he's seeing, okay, yeah, I, I'm going to press him even more and even more and get these more turnovers out of them. And at a point, at a certain point, I feel like it just felt like they just weren't ready. And that's just uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I think uh, uh, what we said before this year that oh, the experience might not matter, but at the end of the day, it did, it, it did matter like a lot. Mattered a lot. Yeah, right. like, you can see that Warriors, like as you said, like the experience, like they know how to adjust the things, and with the Celtics, like, and I give a lot of credit to Neil Doka, like first year coach, uh, like taking this young team to the finals, it's mental stuff. But yeah, like experience, and I think it was very good experience for like everyone on the team. Yeah, and it's, it's unfortunate because uh, I think. With, with the right changes, they could put themselves in a position. Or you, when you're a contender, all that you can hope for on a normal year, because it's not obviously when it's a, when it's super teams, it's just like okay, we know we're gonna get there. But in a normal year, all every superstar team wants is an opportunity. Like they want to know that they can come into the season and they have the ability to make the finals, to make a deep run. That's all they need, and the Celtics will definitely have that. It's just right now in this league, like there's just so many teams. That have that. Even the Warriors might not make it back next year. You know, you have uh, the the uh, the Nuggets getting more healthy. You have the Clippers getting more healthy. You have there's just different teams around the league that will probably look different after the summer. Uh, but this is great experience for a young team to get. Uh, it's, it's a great experience for a young team to get, and I'm sure if they get back onto the stage again, they know they know what it takes now. And that's what you can ask for. Uh, it's not a guarantee that they're going to get back here. There's so many teams on the rise, but nevertheless, like it's it's a good start. It's better to be. It's better to get that opportunity than not, obviously. Uh, and let's be honest, that in January we thought this was going to be a lost season for them. We thought it was just going to be a waste of a season, and then they were going to blow things up. You know, Marcus yeah, Smart yeah. was Marcus Smart looked like he was on the way out. Right up until the trade deadline, we, we didn't know. And credit to the front office for sticking it out and seeing what they had. And now you know, they go into the offseason more comfortable with what they've got. It's literally just, this is what any team would want, though, is knowing that there's nothing structurally, there's nothing, there's no big changes needed. It's just mental, with, with Taylor Mitch's mental. Yeah, I think we need to make some. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, but, but it's just minor, like nothing big. Like we don't need to blow it up. We don't need like to move like Brown or Smart or someone like that. Just like minor yeah. changes, and I think yeah, we'll be good. To yeah, you just need next yeah. season. A backup point guard would be great, obviously. Uh, someone that can play off Smart as well, because you could have Smart as the off guard sometimes. Because what Smart brings to the table is obviously infinitely valuable. So. It's not like a, it's not like a old oh, smart just doesn't have what it takes type thing. It's just you need a different type of point guard as well. Uh, yeah, but yeah. It's, so, it's such a thin line between a championship team and a really really great team that's just not quite there. But they're young enough to grow with each other and yeah. It's not it's not all about eighteen yet, not just yet. Not yet. Next season. Next season we go for eighteen. <laughs> Oh, man. Even even right coming into the playoffs, like we didn't expect this a deep run. Yeah. Uh, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, the net, you know, that nets it." They had a, they had the most difficult run to the finals. 
Oh, 100%. By far. They, they took the run that everyone else was ducking. So, credit to them. Uh, they showed their character throughout the, se- throughout the season. Um, there were so many moments they could have given up. Uh, to be two wins away from a championship. Yeah, man. And it was against, like, all-time great Steph, so... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, so just some more finals takeaways, obviously. A uh, shout-out to Steve Kerr. He made all... He pushed all the right buttons throughout the series. And he's kind of proven himself. I mean, not that he had to, but uh, I, there's not many doubters left. Like, it's, it's clear. It's clear that he's he's an all-time great. He's got nine rings now. That's mad. Yeah. Insane. And then the Andrew Wiggins redemption arc, second best, second best player on a championship team, basically. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because Draymond was Draymond basically, and Clay was in himself. Yeah. Like you can see, and yeah, and the Wiggins like he defended very well, and then when he needed, like he scored. Yeah, and what it needed him to score, like, he scored. So one hundred percent. It's all. It's really all about situation. Uh, that's the thing that happens with these. Obviously, the draft. The essence of the draft is that the best players go to the worst teams, and some of these teams are. Some of these teams might be a team that's just in a bit of a drought at the moment, but some of these teams are just like poverty franchises that are in that position every single year for decades, and they don't have any structure. They don't have anything going for them. And first picks, but they don't know what to do with that player, and that that's that's how you get labelled a bust. Sometimes you just get put in a terrible situation, and it looked like Wiggins was on that path, but he got saved, and the Warriors turned DeAndre Russell into Wiggins and Kaminga. I mean, that's. I mean, I, before that, even they turned Kevin Durant, who could have just left for nothing, into that basically. Yeah. So, yeah. Then got peace again. Once again, once again. But and then just finally, like Steph is him. Like oh, he yeah, is the guy. He is that guy. He's absolutely that guy. And uh, with that, we're gonna go into let's 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 talk some legacy talk with Steph. Obviously, there's a lot of hot takes going around right now. There's a lot of uh, stuff about, you know, is he is he top ten now? Is he the best point guard of all time? I, I saw top three. Okay, um, <laughs> I saw is he on is he on the bronze level now? Just because he's tied him in rings. Uh, it's an interesting one to me because it's it's difficult. Obviously, he's a great shooter of all time. He's he's now got rings. He's got a few rings now. Uh, four four rings, two two without without KD. Uh, it's it's interesting because I feel like a lot of people had consensus like Magic Johnson as a top five player of all time, and now it's just not consistent because. There's people that say Magic Johnson's top five all time, and I see that pretty often. Like I see, I see Magic Johnson every everywhere from three to five, uh, in most people's rankings. Uh, then in the last couple of years, I've seen Steph is better than Magic, but people consistently have Steph, like 
12 to 15 range. So if you're saying Steph is the best point guard of all time, are you not saying that he's a top five player? That makes no sense. Right. It's, it's <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like with Steph right now, I'm very happy that he finally, finally won the finals yeah. MVP. Because... I'd be honest, he should probably have two. He should probably have two. Yeah. Yeah. And because right now, everyone was like, oh, like, he doesn't have finals. Yeah. He it was a have... dumb. It was a dumb argument. I don't think he needed to prove every to prove anything, but he just needed it because of just that that stigma to get it yeah. off his back. And you could tell, you could tell this championship meant a lot to him, probably more than a lot of them. Maybe only rivaling his first one, but it might have even meant more. Like he was in tears, uh, and you know players act like they don't know, they don't care, but he definitely cared about that not having. Oh, one hundred percent. And we're top ten talk. Like I had the talk with my mate. Right, a couple of days ago. Yeah. It's very different because right now top ten like you have Bill Russell, like Kareem, and we're like yeah, the eras it's... are so different. Yeah. I would yeah. say to have to have like top ten like of the decade because the game changes so quickly now and just mm-hmm. have like just that period of time because it just gets ugly as well because now I... we're having people we're having people trying to like they're not even like saying, look at Steph's resume. They're saying, they're making threads like the overrated resume of Magic Johnson or the overrated resume of yeah. Tim Duncan. Like, it's just nasty now. It is, it is nasty. I hate, hate the news, you know? <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's so clap now. Like, they're just trying to discredit these grades. Uh, I find it difficult because it's like you have players put in there. Obviously, yeah, Bill Russell, you have. It's hard, it's, it's difficult to get that balance between individual greatness and then obviously a player that's won 11 rings. Like, come on, like, it's hard to like, yeah, leave him out of it and what he means for the game. So, but then obviously, Steph, like, the essence of basketball is shooting and he's the greatest shooter of all time and he's got the resume to back it up as well. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. I don't even like ranking players before they retire, to be honest. I don't love that, but obviously, every time someone wins a chip, that does that that does that does call for an adjustment to the to where they rank. Uh, we don't need to have Bron versus. We don't have to need to have goat debates every single <laughs> every single Tuesday night game in October. That LeBron LeBron misses a game winner in October and, he's, and his legacy is never recovered. But uh, yeah, after a chip, it's definitely cause for it. I would. I wouldn't be mad about. I wouldn't be mad at having uh, Steph in the top ten. Um, oh yeah, well, I'm sure. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad. Like he mad changed the game completely. Like. He's changed the game. He's got all. He's got everything resume-wise to back it up. He's got the first unanimous MVP of all time. He's got yeah two MVPs. His resume is if you you just lining his resume up, there's probably only five players that has that can match his resume. Like yeah. At least it looks good in the top ten if we just look at it. But obviously, I think people but just then that question. Oh, who's gonna take you? You're gonna take out of the top ten. Exactly. You know, that's then, that's then the only problem. He's definitely a top ten talent, and he does have a res- He has, does have a all time great resume. What makes it difficult for me is just like, I just don't think those KD years helped anyone. I don't think they helped KD's legacy. I don't think they helped K- Curry's. Uh, legacy like he didn't take a back seat like he was he was still great i think he he averaged over 20 like 
26 points in those finals. I think he had to average 28 and one. And then in that 2018 finals, I remember he was the front runner for the finals MVP until he like had a really bad game three and, and KD had a really good game three. Uh, but I mean, I, I, I would have him anywhere from, you know, the height, like the height, the end of the top 10 to the top of the top 15 anyway. So it's, that stuff doesn't really, that, I think after a while it just gets like too subjective anyway. I don't think everyone has the same one. But then I see people saying like, oh, Oscar Robinson, put, you got to put Oscar Robinson in there. There's like, it's just, the errors <laughs> thing is too difficult. The errors thing is too crazy. Yeah, that's the thing, like with errors, like you need some new system that you rank players because like it doesn't work. Doesn't work. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's just like if you're just going to keep winning rings, if he goes back to back now, like, are we just going to, I like, nah, like, no, nah, Hakeem is just, just too great. I mean, Hakeem was great. But it's like, yeah. put their resumes together. It's, yeah. What I do know, what I won't go for is people trying to discredit Tim Duncan. Why is Tim Duncan always the target? <laughs> yeah, like, every, exactly. every championship. No, the, the most disgusting thing I ever saw was the AD debate. Oh, my. That was disgusting. That was disgusting. <laughs> the AD... The AD better than Tim Duncan after the bubbles chip was crazy. It was bubble as well. Bubble. It was insane. It wasn't even the best player on the team. And he won. Had two good final games. He hasn't led a team past the second round as the best player. And you want me to call it? You, you, you want to force it? <sighs> yeah. Man. If all those 15-year-old, 14-year-old Lakers fans on Twitter, you know, where they don't understand how good Tim Duncan was. Tim Duncan's not, he's not, AD would dunk all over Tim Duncan, so. No, they, uh, one that got me is they were talking about, like, they were like, Tim Duncan, they were like, AD's a way better defender than Tim Duncan, like, Tim Duncan's one of the greatest defenders of all time. (laughs) I think one thing that probably why Tim Duncan gets so much hate because his personality wasn't as flashy as someone else. Yeah, firstly, obviously, he's got a big fundamental. He's kind of boring. But then also, I think what hurts him is that his career was so long that most people only know the end of it and they only see see how he ended. And then even though he... I mean, he won a chip out of his... in 2014. But they they just see him as that. So they don't know. Because even me... Out, for a majority of the time we were watching basketball, like he he wasn't at his peak like he was back in the nineties to two thousands. Uh, but he he's got two MVPs. He's got like his resume and just his play. Yeah, yeah like, people just need like, to. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I get why old heads be so protective over that era because sometimes it just it just gets lost. In, oh yeah, yeah 100%. And it, it, like in 10, 15 years, we'll be those old heads that defend players. Yeah, because yeah, I see, I see. Yeah, there's plenty of players I just get that treatment. Like, um, uh, like Dirk eventually will probably get underrated because of how he ended his career. It just, yeah, it just happens like that. Especially now that 
current players are looking so great at the end of their career. Like a player like LeBron looking this great at the end of his career, it just makes it look even worse for some of those others. But like LeBron's yeah. generational, like right? he's different. He's on a different tier. And you like, see how much money he puts into his body as well. Yeah. Like I don't think people understand that. Yeah, he's dedicated. I mean, so, some people don't touch a basketball for for, for four months, I and mean, then some people are in the gym every day. <laughs> <laughs> You see him putting out he he put out the uh the IG post about like AD's coming back with vengeance, trying to get his trade value up. The GM, the G, no one works harder than the GM, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like a lot of people now say after that uh, AD comment, yeah, LeBron's not winning out the shit. <laughs> not on the Vegas. <sighs> nah, you know if you think. We're gonna we'll go into Do you wanna talk about what's next for we don't really need to talk about what's next for the Celtics? Like we, we already kind of yeah, went over we'll, that. Yeah, briefly about yeah. Like, because there's nothing uh, big changing. We'll go yeah. We'll we'll go we'll go into these yeah, we'll we'll continue with these toxic shit that's going on, on Twitter. But uh I just thought like I just I just had a thought in my head, like imagine if this imagine if the uh Warriors go back to back and Oh, it's not happening. I hope not. If Curry I, passed do you know how do you know how nasty the takes on Twitter would be if Curry passed LeBron in rings? It would. It would it not uh, be. Uh, it would be. It would be something different. If Curry got to five, I'm. I'm. I already see people saying that Curry's better than Kobe. So if he passes him in ring, if he got to five rings, I. I bet people. I bet like. A lot of people would say he's better than Kobe. Oh yeah, but I, I don't know. Because they would say, they would say uh, the KD rings is just the same as the the Shaq rings, like, and then they would say like, yeah, Curry's better and all of that, and they'll start comparing three point percentage and shit and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, you can't compare Curry to Kobe. Yeah. Like it's again those twelve year olds on Twitter. That's what it is, man. That's what it is. It is what it is, man. But yeah, yeah. Okay, we got we got Jamara trying to get a Rico case out here. Like the way he's talking reckless. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't get. I bro, just 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 enjoy your off season, man. Please. Just enjoy off season, bro. And especially like I understand like Draymond talking back because he won the chip, like he can't talk back. When you win the chip, like you like, have you the license like, yeah. to chat shit about like, everyone. You have the especially license to say whatever you Warriors beat Grizzlies. That makes even worse. Why are so, you like, talking look, the the Grizzlies were talking about like a regular season win. And like <laughs> they're, they're acting like oh yeah because what they're holding is that because Jar got hurt or whatever like you lost by 30 with Jar <laughs> you, you actually play better without Jar because of you're too Jar centric when he's on the court and you actually move the ball when he's not there and obviously they'll work it out to where they'll play the same way with Jar there but like yeah you, you literally played better without him so it's I get it. 
I get I get Warriors fans being like this because they're right. Like a thing with the Warriors thing is like the Warriors are like they've never won a game. They've never won a hypothetical in these hypothetical situations. They're just <laughs> they're over they're over like a hundred in the hypothetical situations. Like every every ring they win doesn't count because someone tweaked their like someone hurt their pinky in one in game one of the first round and so this doesn't count and that doesn't count but we can discredit every single championship in NBA history if we're going to do that oh yeah every single championship we can just completely I mean that's that's I mean Bill Russell let's just write off all this because you only had you only had eight teams in your whole league so <laughs> um okay let's go to the next decade we can do this and we can do that like let, we can keep it going man we can we can go to the Lakers we can go yeah, we can we can talk about that sus two thousand and two uh, Western Conference Finals of the Kings. Uh, <laughs> there, there was a lot of sus stuff going on under David Stone's reign. Right? <laughs> yeah, probably like in the whole NBA history, there's just a few rings that actually like you can say. There's no rings that are. Look, listen, NBA season is so <laughs> long. Like, yeah, exactly. If you compare it to any other sport, like it's ridiculously long. The only the only seasons that are like longer are like baseball or whatever. But there's not as many injuries and stuff going on in that. It's not as physical. So if you play eighty two games and then you have another six, minimum of sixteen games, like you're not gonna be healthy. You're not going to be healthy. Like it's not gonna happen. Like no one is gonna be fully healthy for well, a whole. Come on, Looney was healthy. Kevin Looney played one hundred and four games this season. Yeah, I mean as a whole, but he, and he definitely had treatment put on something like throughout. And the he probably some games played like three minutes, you know. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, as a team, like I don't think it's possible to stay healthy like whole season. Yeah. So, just discrediting stuff for a stupid reason, like, it's, it's one thing, yeah, if, like, a team's best player gets injured for, like, the rest of the series or something, like, or, yeah, they're, like, they're just out for the season or something like that, that's one thing, but people are like, oh, yeah, that that ring doesn't count because their cause uh, eighth man was out for, for game three, like, okay, all right. Yeah, then, then like, you start to, you start turning to Jack with the bulls like oh we no we didn't have uh we didn't we didn't have Javante we didn't have Javante <laughs> Green in March like ah <laughs> that ruined our whole season like that ruined our whole season yeah we didn't have Javante Green for the three games before the All Star break so that that's why we lost. Sometimes <laughs> it sounds like Jacko. Yeah 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 but uh yeah man this this is the NBA man this is this is what it is uh. We shouldn't shorten the season because that's going to get rid of. That's going to affect so many records. And look, that's part of it. There's a reason why people cry when they win a championship is because it's so difficult. Because it's not even 100 in your control. It's not all basketball. It's injuries. It's distractions. It's everything that goes into it. The mental, the the mental and physical uh, hurdles that you have to climb just to get a championship and that's why it's so difficult just to get there it's difficult just to make the playoffs it's difficult just to make the second third fourth like the finals it's it's tough and then nothing's more difficult than you know repeating and three-peating that's that's part of the legacy of this stuff you don't want to dilute it. you don't want to make it easier because that's that's what 
puts people on these pedestals and being able to compare the greats. So yeah, that's 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 what it is, man. Like it's tough to get to the stage, and you gotta commend just even making the like the Celtics. The Celtics is incredible season, incredible season for what they have yeah, to battle. Overall, over, over this season like amazing. Like we were what eleven from start of Jan, end of December. You were five hundred with the rookie coach, and like we you could have folded. You could have easily folded. You had so many opportunities to fold and you waited until the finals to do it. So, like... <laughs> but, nah, it, like, great season, man. Great season. And there's nothing... You, you could only benefit from finals experience. Yeah, like, like I never thought that I would see Celtics in the finals so soon. I thought maybe in a couple of seasons, yeah, we'll, we'll have a in the finals. But right now, like, this season... Where the stars were so bad, and then just yeah, yeah, we in finals, we had a chance to win. But exactly, uh, what happened happened. Yeah, it happens, man. It happens, and that's why we. That's why now we, you got to have appreciation for experience. The Warriors knew how to close out games. They knew how to close out a series. Then you just learn from that stuff, and we're people that started watching the basket basketball in the last like maybe four years. Maybe they don't realize, but that warrior stuff was not normal. Like normally, it's really difficult just to get back to the finals after you make yeah. the finals because you've now played the most games of of any other team in the series. So you're now going to be dealing with not only not only are you going to be dealing with potential injuries, but now you've got that target on you where every regular season game there's another team that's trying to come at you to test how good their team is by playing the champs. I and every every game's a playoff game because they're trying to go at you, they're going to do this and that. So now we're actually gonna get a look at the Warriors kind of without KD and see because we're we're in a league right now that's probably as like is uh the parity is probably as, as good as it's been for a while. And we're gonna have so many contenders in every, in both conferences. So it's it's a really balanced league. Uh, teams are only going to get more healthy. You know, Bucks are going to get Middleton back. Uh, Heat will probably retool. It's just the league's in a really good place. And I'm really excited to see Nuggets next season. Yeah, really I'm just excited to see yeah, Jamal Murray because the dumb narratives of putting stuff on on Jokic. Like I just want I just want a deep run from them, a deep Nuggets yeah. run to shut up people like. Like you wanted him to win, you, you wanted him to beat the champs by himself. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, as league's in a good place. Uh, hopefully, we're here to keep covering it, and and it's been a good season. Uh, we're gonna try squeeze out some. I don't even know what we're gonna talk about. It's, it's gonna be these next couple of weeks are gonna be a bit spooky in terms of uh, unless some yeah. mental trades happen out of nowhere. I mean, we got we got a draft coming up, so yeah, true. Uh, yeah, maybe. And then end of summer, September, we can talk about some different kind of basketball. Yeah, man, Euro basket. Because yeah, there will be some NBA stuff. Can try expand. We, yeah, let's let's go for it, man. Because there, there's it should be some good matches. We got some elite players, superstar players that are playing in it. And okay. I pray, and I think when I say pray, I pray that Embiid stays. 
transfer here and then not choose to play with France. <laughs> There's rumors, oh, like a BYA play for France. I pray that never happens. We're going to have... Well, if, well, Imagine Embiid and Jokic uh, in the Europe. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Them playing each other. Oh my, it's, it's, it's gonna get more toxic. It's gonna get more toxic than ever. You're gonna have. You're gonna start a fa- look like if, if Embiid like won with France or something. You're gonna have fans like saying he's better because of that. <laughs> yeah, then, then international talkers will come, <laughs> come into play. Yeah, like they'll finally start getting. And Embiid versus, yeah, and Embiid versus. Uh, Jokic game would probably be like the highest viewed game in like the whole <laughs> competition. Probably. I think at the moment, as I said, there's still Yadis, there's still Luka. No, I just mean for like the toxicity and like. But the whole toxicity of 100%. Yeah, Jokic yeah. fans, like your fans, like it's always toxic. The whole of Philadelphia would be too to live for sure. Yeah, good luck. Good yeah. Early game. But yeah, man, that's that's what we got ahead of us. Uh, man, it's been it's been a good year. It's been a good year. Uh, and that was season. We went from split the Jays to to split the Jays. Nah, nah, to keep the Jays <laughs> for sure. To keep the Jays yeah. for sure. But uh, yeah, now nah, we uh, it's been a, it's been a good year, man. Uh, Jack Jack didn't make it, but <laughs> we'll see. I mean, you know what? Uh, our student cards expired this weekend, so so yeah, we've had our last studio session as well. But yeah, man, I'm excited to see what's to come. Yeah, with that with that, we let's get a glistening ring. Warriors, Bay Area. Nah, I feel like a sellout, bro. Okay, see, man. Let me get my. <laughs> 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 I gotta do it for the one time, I gotta do it for the one time. But yeah, without, we out. Peace.